for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till I die Hey, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to episode 66, Mario Lemieux, of Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tom. Hey, how's it going today? Today is uh, going well. It's no, it's it's quite humid here. Apparently, we're getting a big storm in uh, in a few minutes. Oh, uh, hopefully, the power is cut out or anything. But uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty hot. It's today's uh, May twenty first, twenty twenty two, and uh, we're back today to do another brewery spotlight. So this week uh, we're going to be discussing beers um, from Bayside Brewing Company, uh, which is um, in Erio. Ontario, Canada. Um, for those of you who don't know Ontario geography, or if you're from outside of Canada and you're like, I don't even know where anything in Canada is. Uh, <laughs> Erio is a town. Um, it's ostensibly a, a beach town just uh, located uh, on Lake Erie. Uh, roughly about, I think I checked on Google Maps, it's like 28 minutes to half an hour driving distance from Chatham. So it's like Southern southern Ontario. By Canada standards, this is incredibly South by American standards. It's actually a little bit South. It's probably lower on the line of latitude. They're or longitude than uh, Minnesota. It's or more, as I say, it's more south than Wisconsin. That always trips up Americans because, like, Detroit's north of Windsor. So, like, if you tell America, if you live in southern Ontario, you're technically like lower than like a lot of like, as you said, like Wisconsin or like Minnesota or any of the northern states. I think that trips up a lot of Americans who think you know Canada is just all frozen tundra wasteland. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, you ride your polar bear to work today? <laughs> Straight out of oh, Chili well. Beach, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, chili beach. That's a throwback. Yeah, God. Man, the beer slushy. I thought that was the greatest idea from that. <laughs> we gotta bring back CBC primetime like adult cartoons of like just totally Canadian stereotypes. You yeah, know? very good. But uh, yeah, Erio, uh, Ontario. It's a uh, it's a beach town, and uh, Bayside Brewing Company is one of kind of the big um, figures there. Um, uh, they were started, I believe, around roughly around 2012. Um, uh, they've been brewing craft beer there in the historic uh, Lakeside Hotel, which overlooks uh, on, on sort of the east side of town, overlooks the Rondo Bay. Um, the original goal of the four owners, uh, Frank Thompson, Nancy Cowan, Ken Royal, Josette DeBrower, uh, names from the website, so you can check that out on BaysideBrewing.com, um, was to create a small business that would allow them to enjoy a slower pace of life, as well as explore their passion uh, for beer. And to their surprise, the craft brewery became a big hit as customers demand transformed what had originally been beer plans for sort of a small quiet bar in a kind of beach town to a much larger brew pub uh, with a full menu, wood burning stone oven, uh, sorry, wood burning pizza oven and expansive Ooh. deck providing great views of the bay and room for live music. So they're they're kind of a oh, hot nice. commodity if you're in town. There. Yeah, it's it's a, and from what I've seen, I've never been to Erio myself, but I've looked at it. And it looks it looks quite beautiful. Like it's a literally sits on a huge sandbar, so it's like just beach all around town. So it looks quite nice. Um, and of course, they also have a brewmaster, uh, Mike Dumichel, who joined them from Windsor. He's been working in brewing since 1989. So they've got quite a, a you know, good, good background of beer experience uh, at their brewery. Um, just to give a little kind of background, Erio, um, again, as mentioned, a sandbar located between the shores of Lake Erie and Rondo Bay. Uh, it used to be, it's, in its origins, it was like a coal and fishing industries was big there. They also had the railroad nearby. So um, it was a, it became now by today's standards, kind of a thriving beach community. Um, also good fishing there as well, too. They've Ooh, got nice. marinas, cottages. Um, it's become kind of a fun destination for tourists. But these beers, I, I wasn't really well aware of, of Bayside. Uh, but here in Ottawa, I was able to pick the three of these beers up. These are kind of three of their flagship beers. I would uh, assume if they're available in my local um, joint, if you're in Ontario, you could probably find them. It's like locations in beer stores and LCBOs or grocery stores, uh, probably around on Ontario. Um, so check out um, the websites if you can, and you might be able to find stock if you live in Ontario. Probably, I would I would imagine and wager these probably aren't as well widely available outside. I know Alberta, sometimes you guys have, have those beer exchanges, so sometimes you get some craft stuff that you wouldn't expect uh, popping up yeah. in, your, uh, in your local stores. There's but, the uh, odd time that you might find something, but no. Yeah. But Generally, anyways, a lot of the stores, they kind of cater to the province. And that's about it. Yeah, exactly. So today we're going to be talking three beers. Uh, we're going to be talking the Long Pond Lager, uh, the Honey Cream Ale, and the Bronze Back Ale. Now, before we get started, let's do our little guessing game of what we think we're going to like the most. Tom, why don't you kick us off? What do you? Th which beer of these three do you think you're going to enjoy the most? What I'm going to like the most, either the yeah. lager or the cream ale. 
Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I, I find cream ales aren't always super common in breweries. I know the big uh-huh. one here in Ottawa is the Vinny cream ale. It's like kind of a go-to. Um, and yeah. I know like Sleeman does their, you know, for bigger producers, they do their own. Um, I'm excited for that one. I'm a little bit excited yeah. for the bronze back ale uh, just because I knew I mean, this one's, this one's a brown ale it. and I'm, you know, brown ales aren't super common, but I, I'm, I'm usually a fan of them. I, one of my favorites is the, uh, um, I, I'm probably butchering the name, but it has like a squirrel on it. It's called like nut ale or nut brown ale, uh, which is kind of a funny. I see your, I see your face, your eyes went like huge. Um, but they changed. But the one thing, the one thing I have that beer is they changed the can. It used to be like an old timey looking design that was all in like poop brown color, and it had this like adorable, like realistic squirrel, like an old timey. Oh, really? Right in the middle, and it was like nut. I used to love the can. I was like, this can looks dope. It's brown. It's got a squirrel, the squirrel beer, as I call it. Uh, they changed. What more it do now. you it's want? Like, now it's like green and red, and it's got weird colors. But uh, anyways, that's my. I'm getting off topic. Um, so we're gonna kick things off today, starting with long pond lager so this one is a lager of course it's a five percent abv 13 ibu canadian lager um and they've got a description on it on this can as well too these are all color coded again go on instagram uh, domestic pints only we post the pictures of the cans uh, so you can kind of check those for reference of course you can always just google these like look at the show notes we got the websites you can just like you're on your phone you can look it up yourself but uh bayside all other cans are pretty same kind of format but they have different colors different artwork on them reminds me a little bit of like white water kind of the same type of philosophy for designing the cans um which kind of makes them a little bit plain but uh, it gives them kind of you know standout colors so this one is sort of like a very light baby blue type of, of blue. Um, yeah. The description on it says, our flagship beer, this lager, is a salute to the wonders of Rondo Bay, Lake Erie, and our little village between the two. Sit back, enjoy the ones you're with, and swap some tall tales. Cheers. I love, I'm a sucker for the little fun copy on it. Um, and it's, it's this one looks kind of cool. I mean, like the can itself, I mean, I, I guess normally we might just give like a flat score for all the cans, but I think there's a, enough a little bit different here. We can kind of, Oh yeah. Give an individual, but uh, there is one can I like better than the rest. Yeah. I do like that. It's not super busy on like the design and artwork. Like there's not too many crazy things going on. Very there's minimal. Like, yeah. Like they got the little fun description. They've got the ingredients, the website, you know, brewery address, and they got the artwork on it. It's kind of very spread out. The colors really pop on it. I actually think like that. I kind of like the, the different colors they have on it. Um, what are your thoughts on the can, Tom? I, it's not a bad looking can, but mm. I feel like there's a theme going on with these like Southern Ontario craft breweries. When they make a lager, it has to be a light blue. Yeah, it seems true. that like every single one that comes out now, it's got like, I know from the light blue, I'm like, oh, that's going to be a lager or something, something that's on the lighter yeah, side. True. Silvers it's are just, usually like light beers and stuff like that. There's always like a weird color coding thing going on. But with this one for like Southern Ontario, like we did this with other ones, like with the whitewater beers as well. That was the same thing. Yeah. Any cottage country brewery. Like you're yeah. Right. The cottage. <laughs> yeah. And the lager's always a light blue color scheme. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's getting kind of like they blend in now yeah and like even like the can... bayside logo it looks like, like i like the logo yeah, i do like the store. logo though because it's got the bass on it and yeah. stuff like that that's really great that especially in ontario that's where you're fishing for pretty much mm-hmm. i just think i like the outline of like you said it's very minimalistic i think it's really nice how it kind of it looks a little more legible it's great it kind of contrasts very well there's nothing that aggravates me on here it's like the little O that they said to it. Uh, I'm going to kick off score. I'm giving this a seven. I think this is pretty standardized for a cottage country kind of beer can. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to just go a little bit, a little bit lower six and a half, but I, I, I agree. Like I think the overall presentation, while it's a bit uh, plain, I think sometimes the minimalism in this case actually kind of works out. Like it's very easy to read good information. I like the stuff on it. It looks a little plain, um, but uh, overall it's it's a satisfying can and i think the, the light the baby blue color kind of really makes it kind of stand out uh really well kind of looks like a low and brow or one of those like your import beers or whatever like a, i love the color on it so anyways um let's get into taste um i guess i'll i'll kick us off this time for the cracking do it uh, so beers at the ready asmr audience get ready gonna crack us down in uh three two one crack them good crack Oh, I'm about to crack. Let's see how it see smells. How it smells. Whoa, mine Ooh. foamed up a little. Oh yeah, mine a little bit of foam. Yeah, I'm just gonna no, pour. Smelling a little, little kind of typical lager malt smell to it. A little bit. I was gonna look at the. It does look a little opaque. Mine. 
Oh, mine's really foamy. I have a, I have a, I have a massive foam on mine. Yeah, this is a. Uh, I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let this settle for a minute. Let's just see how it tastes. Oh, sorry, sorry, how it smells. It smells kind of sweet. No, oh, I almost inhaled it again. It smells almost. It has almost kind of like a fruity smell to it. Yeah, it's like a very, it's very sweet. Like it smells like I'm getting like a. Yeah. I, the web the website has like some flavor and, and appearance and aroma notes. So they describe it as caramel, sweet malt, and a little hops to the smell. I would say that's pretty pretty good. I'm getting the sweet malt for sure. But the flavor it, it says also it has toffee and citrus, which I. I can almost smell the citrus in this. Yeah, wow, this is really sweet. This is definitely the I might like for this. Lagers. Yeah, I might like this a lot then. It's oh, wow, that is yeah. sweet. Yeah, it's wow. kind of like a bready taste, like kind of like a doughy, almost like pastry type taste to it. I was going to say like a pastry. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's flavor descriptions, they say citrus. Yeah, I'm definitely getting a little bit, of, probably coming from the hops they use, I'm getting a little bit of kind of citrus uh, on the kind of the, the, the aroma, at least, kind of the front palate. Little, it tastes a little astringent to me. Um, I'm usually not a big fan of that, but I mean, overall, like it smells good. It's, it drinks okay. This just, I mean, to me, like, I, I don't know. It's not my, it's not my favorite. It, this it's is odd. Of, mm-hmm. Like it's not bad, but it just has a kind of this, I don't know, like how to describe the taste. Like a a Molson, if they did like another exactly faux craft beer, like this is kind of what it tastes like. It just tastes Mm -hmm. a little commercial to me. Which I mean, that's kind of our bread and butter. But I I mean, when it comes to the kind of those type of beers, I tend to not like the sweet ones as much. I'm not. I'm not really keen on this one to be honest. But I do like the smell of it. It has like a very nice. I don't mind this taste, but it's just it's kind of. I was I was definitely not expecting it. I should say. Yeah. I like this. This is very easy drinking. Yeah, definitely. And then like a 580V, it's quite uh, quite light. Although, yeah, it's definitely a little bit darker, like looking at it in the light. Um, it, it almost has a haze to it. A little bit of a haze, almost like kind of like a golden brown kind of color. I mean, not brown, but it's like compared to what you'd see with a, a lager, it's definitely like a little bit more kind of definitely darker by lager standards. Um, and the head's got, got a nice big thick head on it. But I like to see that for a lager. It looks like a beer you would have at like an Oktoberfest or something of that ilk. Oh yeah, this would be great. Like this, I think you could still drink this in the summer, but also in the fall, this would be mm-hmm. great. Like a nice little, like a cool day, a nice like ten degree weather. Ooh. Yeah, I think the the base flavor of it is quite good. It's just to me, it's a little, little too sweet, a little too astringent for me. But um, I think this could have an audience for sure. If you're someone who really drinks like Molson Export, like check this beer <laughs> out because it's kind of the same profile. But not as artificial taste. Yeah, no, the flavors in it, like the sweetness in it, is a lot more palatable. I'd say <laughs> it doesn't taste like. I will say when like I first when I first syrup. exactly when I first took a sip of this though, I was kind of like, whoa. Even for myself, I was like, wow, this is kind of sweet. But it's kind of lingered off. But initially, I was like, wow, that's pretty sweet. So maybe like give it like maybe another sip if you don't like it at the at the first try. That's true. Like the more I'm drinking this, the like I'm, I'm kind of sipping on it. I'm actually enjoying it more. Like I, I think sometimes some of the sweet beers, the sweet lagers, um, you just have to kind of they, they don't pass like the Pepsi taste test challenge type drink, you know, where you're just having like, a little sip. But if you're actually like consuming the whole thing, it's it's a little bit it's a bit a bit, bit of a more um, enjoyable more enjoyable experience. Like it's a little bit easier to um, to consume it without without much issue. So. Um, yeah, and I should note uh, Untapped. I, I'm gonna make sure I do it this time. Not after, it's always when we skip to the next beer. I'm like, oh crap, forgot the social media. But uh, oh, trust me, I was gonna remind you. <laughs> he has like a reminder on his phone. It's like, tell John. No, uh, I have my cursor <laughs> over my. Oh, okay, this. good. <laughs> so Untapped three point three seven, and then Beer Advocate three point four one. No written um, number ranking because there wasn't that many reviews. But uh, yeah, overall, pretty uh, pretty good score. Um, I think taste. I'm ready to give it a score. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go six and a half. I think it's good, but it's not really that exceptional to me. Normally these are the type of beers I kind of try to avoid. Um, I, but I do think craft wise, like to have a beer like this is pretty good. Like a good crushable lager. I think that's important. And I think all breweries should usually try to aim to have like a good lager like this. Uh, But 
it, it's not really my uh, cup of tea. It's a bit too sweet, but I could see like liking it a bit more depending on the circumstances. Like if I'm outdoors or on the patio, I think it might might hit better. Um, or if I'm having it with food, sometimes these beers work better if you're kind of having it with something on the side too. Um, I could see that being better in that case, but to me, it, it wasn't that great. I'm going to give it a seven. I think you convinced me. I was going to go seven and a half, but I'm like, I do like this. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I feel like it's just a little odd, but it tastes good though, for some weird reason. Yeah. And I think for recommendation, I'm actually going to go a little bit higher than the score in Canada. Oh, yeah. Seven, because I think like it, it's pretty broadly recommendable as a lager, um, a little bit sweeter too. I think a lot of people would at least approach this beer. I don't know if this would be like their favorite drink, uh, but I think you could, it's pretty widely recommendable uh, to most people. Like most people, um, if they're looking to get kind of out of domestic beers and trying to try more you know, unique stuff from the craft scene, this is one that they're going to be kind of used to. As I like to say, it's kind of like a, I always say it's like a, um, a gateway, a gateway beer to like the rest of them. So sometimes these kind of more uh, almost like taste more like the macro produced larger lagers. Um, it, it can be a good kind of a point to kind of branch off of to other, other drinks. So going to give it a seven. I want to give a 7.5 for recommendation. I think you could easily recommend this to most people. Cool. The sweetness level of it kind of, kind of put people off, put people, but other than that. Yeah. Hmm. Any um any mod for you on this one? No mods. No mods. Yeah, no, no mods for me on this. I think it was uh it was pretty bang on. I I, I don't have much of a much of a criticism or complaint with this one. I think it was just pretty um remarkably average. I guess maybe it kind of it's a little bit worse because we've had like a pretty good streak recently of like craft you know beer craft brew spotlights where we've like i don't know like last three or four episodes we've been like these are like nine out of ten beers and so, yeah like some of these um, beers are really you know, good eventually know, just... we were gonna have one be like the least or less less than so i mean it was gonna happen eventually so it's nothing against uh bayside it's just a matter no. of uh the way it went um but uh, i still got a little bit left so i'm gonna i'm probably gonna keep drinking it's not bad actually i'm but... saving i'm saving <laughs> yeah. that for later definitely mm-hmm. i'm curious about this honey cream ale though. oh yeah so now we're on to the uh bayside honey cream ale this can is i mean same template this except this time it's kind of like more of like an evergreen green um i think Love the color, the color. Looks fucking sharp it looks like the the old Man. throwback minnesota wild jersey with kind of the text, yeah the cream and green even it the looks cream really color oh my yeah. god the this cream white looks anyhow. good on this one i think we'll green, get to scoring in a minute don't worry <laughs> yeah green and cream white is like a really good color combo yeah. like that like Milwaukee it looks Bucks. just yeah, well, like, and the I guess yeah, Minnesota. That well, that's Wisconsin, but same area. But the the Minnesota Wild, the throwback with the Minnesota Wild kind of baseball text on yeah. it on their jersey. Same type of color, yeah. really sharp. Uh, they have a Those description nice. on this too. Um, to be truly a local in Erio, you need to get yourself a beach cruiser. It doesn't need to be fancy, and it doesn't need all the bells and whistles. In fact, a little scratch here and a dent there will be just fine. The less flashy, the better. We took that easygoing attitude to heart when we crafted our award-winning honey cream ale. Traditionally brewed in small batches using local honey, this beer boasts a full cream ale flavor while maintaining a modest body that makes it a year-round hit. Um, I think this looks cool. I love, for some reason, like, there's also, there's actually a bicycle craft brewery in Ottawa. So, like, when I see this, I think bicycle craft, but I just, I like, I like bikes on beers for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because bikes and beers go together, you know, crush a beer, hop on the bike. You know, that's still technically driving under the influence just for our viewers. Well, if you have one, it's not right. It's under the legal limit. Probably. Yes, you're right. But just so you know, if you're driving, <laughs> yeah, home, if you're riding your boat, bike hammered home, you're technically driving under that's the true, influence. Yeah. Just Brand- so you know. <laughs> Domestic cup heights only openly endorses consuming alcohol and riding your bike. Uh, no, no, we don't do that. Someone's going to you think you're being it. safe. You think you're being safe by not driving. Guess what? Yeah, yeah. A cop so don't drink still and, pull you don't over. excessively drink and bike. I mean, I couldn't imagine doing yeah. that anyway. I feel like I would just be like, I'd crash or something. So, oh, I've tried it. Trust me, because yeah. I thought I was being smart by not driving. Hard enough to bike while stoned. Like I don't know how you do it. Well, fucking. Have oh man, years. that's the best driving while like baked. Man, bring oh, it back. No. We gotta bring that back. What happened? Because you have like a man that's used to be so fun. If you get a bike path and you can just go as slow as you want, like downhill. Yeah. Just let it go. The wind going through your hair. It's oh, a great feeling. Nothing better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyhow. Anyways, the beer, uh, the can. <laughs> I think the can's kind of cool on this one. I don't know. It looks kind of slick. My good cough scoring right now, eight. Eight. Wow. 
Um, yeah, uh, I like this can. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I mean, I kind of you know, I wish it was more detailed, the same template, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven and a half. I think you sold me. I'm gonna go a little bit higher on this one. Oh, I think eight. the color looks color good got on me. this. This is definitely my favorite of the three, I think, in the can-wise. Um, really cool color on it. And fun description, yeah. too. Like, a very lengthy description about, like... Yeah, a, it's a little a lengthy. It's a little too much. I wouldn't know yeah, it's kind of that. Well, it's like, you know, the whole, like, beach on, you know, get your bike around, you know, going around. It, now it kind, kind of, of explains the bike on the front, sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. For a second, Every I'm like, I... they mean, like, a car? Or do they mean, like, a little, like, yeah. go-kart type oh, thing? I'm like, no, I mean, the bike. Beach cruiser. Yeah. I remember, like in Tofino, like I went to visit the, one of my friends there. Everyone had one. Like, there's like a huge bike path that you can pretty much like ride for like kilometers. Oh yeah, that's gonna be me. Like it's crazy. Maybe. I'm gonna be the old guy on the bike in like a beach town, just like cruising around, cracking yeah. beers and biking. You know, that's gonna yeah, be <laughs> <a> tie dye T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> annoying the locals. Yeah, man, I'm on this weird algorithm on TikTok now, finding all these crazy tie dye stuff, and it is beyond me this guy's got something like 120 knots in this one t-shirt oh and it really comes out bro man this thing oh, looks like it's a t-shirt and it's literally like an effigy that he turns it into and then when he opens it up i couldn't believe it i'm like man these are some wicked tie-dyes that they do that one's cool that you have bad radio but john's got a little tie-dye flag and it's pretty nice. Oh, it's, a, it's wrong a pillowcase. It. Oh, it's a pillowcase. That's even better. My, uh, my fiance, she's uh, teaching a class on tie dye. So this is made using. Oh, uh, no way. Nice. Paint. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I've been seeing the work she's been doing. I'm like, I, nice. I want to get more tie dye clothing. So man, I, have to make some, uh, I couldn't believe this guy made even like Pokemon like designs out of tie dye. It was just like, man, this is insane. I'll yeah, have to well, send you some on. I need. I, it, the, the go-to tie-dye shirt for me is like the bear from the the Grateful Dead bear yeah. on it. You know, yeah, that. the bears, the dancing bears. Oh, always, I want to get that tattooed on me. Mm. But I have another Grateful Dead tattoo that I'm getting first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that that'd be cool though. Um, anyways, let's. Uh, yeah. Want to crack this one open? I guess oh, you want to. I think it's time. One? I'll I'll kick this one because I like this can. Yeah, well, I always think I'll say it after, but in the count of three, two, one, crack them. Oh, it smells like not unlike the other one. A little bit kind of almost like I can smell the honey a little bit more on this one for sure. Should note this one's a 14 IBU, uh, five. This one's also extremely foamy for me. Like it foamed yeah, up as same. soon as I opened it. Color, it, it looks like a honey because it's it's got more of like a, a, a copper color to it. That's for sure. Should note as well, this one finished, was a bronze winner at the 2017 Ontario Brewing Awards for honey beer. So fun honey little, beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> got honey all over me yeah smelling wise like i'm just smelling the honey quite strongly to me like it says the aroma notes it says fruity with honey accents uh to me like fruity i'm getting getting, yeah straight honey yeah to me it's just like kind of straight i guess i could see the the fruitiness a bit like it's i guess it's trying to have more of like a like a like a berry scent to it i guess i like honey and beer i like cream males in general i like honey cream like i'm 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 excited for this Mm-hmm. But I got a big head like you too. Like I know. I feel like I'm this is a trend with their subtle. beers. I think is like their beers have kind of the same, I presumably production design. Like it's the same. It's very foamy. Like I'm gonna be burping a lot, so I'm gonna try to fucking mute myself. Oh, you're gonna have to edit both of ours out now, John. Yeah, this podcast is gonna be a you know work of uh, you know. It's gonna be, we're gonna have to get Rick Rubin on the pod to produce this thing. It's gonna be fucking. <laughs> Actually, no, lately it's been good. You, ha- you know, like uh, the edits haven't been as uh, intense. Sometimes I've learned just... to use the mute, mute button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you don't hear about. That's what people who listen don't hear. They don't hear the excessive burps that happen. It's like, yeah, I should probably cut that. I don't think uh, someone at home. I used to be really bad. Well, because it's like, listening it's like kind there. of like, it's like non-cognitive to me. Like, I don't, oh, yeah, like, yeah. it's just, it's just whatever. It just happens. Well, I don't realize it happens. that it happens. You're just like, you're just like, fuck. All right, yeah, I, I don't even realize though that it happens. Like yeah. I remember, like my, my my grandparents would get mad. I'm like, like you shouldn't do that at the dinner table and stuff like that. And I'd be like, I don't even know what I did wrong. That like, like you shouldn't like burp that loudly. You're just like, I don't know, man. And I was, just I was like, I'm like, man, like I don't even know that I'm doing. It. It's like subconsciously that I do it. Mm-hmm. Let's see, let's see. Oh yeah, this is still quite foamy, to be honest. Like I've got like a good like two three inch head on this thing, and uh, but uh, nonetheless, let's uh, give it a taste. Yeah, this also has a 5% ABV and it's a 14 IBU if we didn't already put that out. 
Let's give it a whirl. It's it tastes in some ways similar to the last beer. Has a little bit of astringent quality, same kind of bready flavor, but I think it works a lot better in this beer, to be honest. Has a little bit more bread flavor to it. Yeah, I, I think like the honey really helps the the kind of the general flavor of the beer in this. Like to me, this is a not bad. Is, yeah, this is kind of smooth. I'm 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 a fan of this. No, it's not bad. I wouldn't. I would care. Every time we see bass, I, I always think about that emo band in the mid two thousands. Wait, which band? Bayside. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like Bayside High or whatever. Was, oh, that too. Was that Saved by the Bell? Was that Bayside? Yeah, that was Saved by the. Yeah. Good morning, hey. Bayside. <laughs> oh God, that, the reboot of that failed miserably. Oh yeah, there did that already come out? The reboot? They yeah, it already came out and it's already canceled. It already <laughs> it came and went. Yeah, I thought it was I was kind of sad. I was like, wow. Oh yeah, Dustin Diamond died, didn't he? Rest in peace. Yeah. He passed away. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. He did. We he were in cancer. Like Apparently it was like a really time. aggressive form of cancer he had. Like they found out super late. Pretty Man, sad. Had a sex tape. Yeah, he had a pretty fucked up life. Like, I mean, people hate him, but it's like when you when you find out about his like upbringing and life, it's like, yeah, he had severe mental illness and was like abused yeah. probably like that's why he like uh, reacted to everyone the way he did but uh, doesn't excuse the things he did but he had a pretty rough go go of things all all things considered mental excuse it's not mental health it's not an excuse for being a jackass as pete that's davidson true. said yeah yeah this flavor wise it's a little thin though I, I think for cream ale it's almost like um like i'm getting the honey flavor but it's a little mild um kind of like a very not as malty to be honest like a, the aroma the, the flavor wise like it says light hops i'm getting that like maybe a little bit but it's it's kind of it's kind of flat to me um but it is like a little bit of like that honey a little bit of caramel little it still has that kind of bready uh pastry yeah. kind of quality to it it's still very sweet but i think the kind of composition of the honey cream it it, it matches better than with the lager the lager kind of was a little bit more abrupt to the palate this one it just has more of a smoother feel almost like a weird like again i get that astringency it's almost like a little like smoky astringent kind of quality to it like, ah, i'm not getting the good cream place. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of comparing it to the Vimy cream and the Vimy cream to me, it's like, that is a creamy. Like I can taste the kind yeah. of creaminess and this one, not so much. It's a bit flatter. Um, yes. It reminds and me a little sucks. bit more. It reminds me a little bit more of like the, uh, the Sleeman kind of a little bit. Yes. I say this is more like the same. It's more thinner and that's, I don't mind that though mm. for myself personally. Yeah, this but is fine. Again, if you wanted like a real cream ale and stuff like that, this is more on the slim inside. It's a little lighter in that sense. Again, it's only five yeah. percent ABV, so this is pretty great. It's great on the beach, I guess. Yeah, definitely. That's the whole. You're cruising, you're on your bike, you're on your five speed. Yeah, you're cracking, cracking yeah. this open know, while you're on the bike. Man, five speeds are overrated. Just get a fucking two speed. Yeah, I had like I don't know how many speeds I had. I had like a little gear thing, and like I don't even know if it made. Man, sense I remember I had like an eight or... speed bike, and I remember my uncle looked at me. He's like, "How many of those do you use?" I was like, "Well, I used this one. I hated it because my fucking chain would always just get fucked every time." Yeah, I had my like I got my boat, my banana seat bike, my old school. Uh, Man, those things bike. are the shit. My I had a, my bike. BMX bike was the best. Mm -hmm. I could fucking go anywhere with that. Plus, with pegs, man, you can have your buddy hop on the back. Put the put the card in the spoke, you know. It's yeah. Do that now, man. Or the pop can in the back. That was another thing to do. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you could do that too. Man, I used to bike all over the place in Barhaven. Like I used to, you know, like I wasn't, you know, I'm a generation. We're 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 a generation past the latchkey kids of the '80s. But like my parents, at least, were just like, yeah, you can pretty much bike anywhere in Barhaven as long as you're home by like. 5 p.m. or whatever like they were pretty street all lights the, i was not street helicopter lights. parented oh i hear a thunder we're getting a storm coming in what do you mean helicopter parent i don't well, that, that's that a term. term helicopter parenting is like parenting parents who like are very involved or very kind of like manage your children so like helicopter like you're kind of monitoring oh you're always overlooking over. yeah yeah and so like you know kids in the 80s you know famously talk about how like their parents would be like yeah go to the store and you can hang out like they wouldn't even like care it's like you know you would come back when it was nighttime or whatever or something like that. Oh no, my parents were like that in one sense, but I yeah. just disassociated with. I just left. Maybe it was because <laughs> of older parents. I don't know if that was just a generational yeah. thing. My or... dad was like, but my mom, she was like very. Well, as I got old, like in my teens, she was kind of like always like she was worried about we'd be doing like illegal things. I mean, I which I was kinda, doing. Kind of good to know that your parents like give a shit about you. It's like yeah, yeah, okay. Glad to know that you care that I'm doing illegal things. If if I am or not, you know. Yeah. But I wanted to do illegal things. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted to do those, damn it. <laughs> Why are you stopping me? Yeah. 
Anyhow, mm. but yeah, this is a great beer. I want to kick off scoring for yeah, this. Um, I'm giving. I want to give this a seven for taste. Yeah. I, yeah, think, I think this you're is bang on. A, I think this is a little under. I like the yeah. lager better. Oh really? I, I like this. I, yeah. I yeah. So you like this more than lager? Uh, I like the lager better. Yeah. No, that's fair. I like when we have like big like, differences. We're like you know clashing you know yeah that's why we're on the pod together john yeah that's, you know it's <laughs> my own i'm only here to argue with you <laughs> but uh yeah i'm same though yeah seven i think it was uh kind of straightforward good beer i personally do like a little bit more than the lager but i'm it's not exceptional like i mean to me there there are other cream ales i would drink over this so that to me like I, i'm kind of weighing it down that way so yeah i'm gonna give it a seven how about this is a tricky one likely to recommend what's what are your thoughts um yeah i i don't know really but yeah i'm gonna go seven then we go 6.5 because i feel like there's better stuff out there but this isn't horrible but i wouldn't go out of my way yeah uh i was actually gonna give it the the same i'm gonna go seven and well i guess it's the same i gave last beer i'm gonna go seven again i feel like this one the honey flavor to some people it's not the thing but I, I kind of think this is a little bit of a better beer. So I'm like, well, you can kind of drink this more. Like, I feel like that would kind of offset. So yeah, I guess half, I'm going to go, I'm going to go seven. I said six and a half. Oh shoot. Six and a half. Sorry. Um, how Sorry. about for, uh, for mods? No mods. No mods. All right. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to kind of stick with mods more, but mm, I, I'm not going to give this one a mod. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. It was, it was, you can fun. always save it for the last one. You can always save it for the last. That's true. Although, unless, the, unless the last one's bad, in which case it's like, all right. We'll yeah. Oh, uh, I have my assumptions about the next one, but we'll see. We will see. Stay tuned, viewers. Stay tuned, viewers. And now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Use, use promo code DPO on uh, someone's going to like actually try that out and then they're going to be get mad. Oh like, my God. Like, what the fuck, man? I tried to buy tickets. They said use DPO and it didn't work. <laughs> Go on SeatGeek.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stamps.com, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Stamps? Oh, God. Well, that and whatever liquid IV. Yeah, Blue Chew. Oh, man. I almost tempted <laughs> to do it. Try it. <laughs> we have the email. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're in the same demographic of the type of podcast that gets sponsored by Blue Chew. Maybe. So definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to see if it works. I remember once I went like, kind of off topic, but I remember my fucking roommate got one of the gas station blue rhinos. And I remember he's like, dude, these things are like, take one. And I was like super scared because I thought yeah, I'd have like, a heart attack. Yeah, you're like, is my heart gonna explode like consuming? That's this? what like, I thought. And they're like, I always was like super skeptical about that. Yeah. Because I remember my dad told me he's like, I can't take that. He's like, I literally will die if I take <laughs> that. And I was like, What do you what? You're gonna die from this? And he's like, Yeah, like it thins your blood out. That's what yeah. happens. And I was like, if your you're blood like, pressure is like and I was that's what always scared me. I was like, Maybe like I, I have whatever. Yeah, you're like, like I don't generation health. Yeah, I've like whatever. Lend bias myself, you know. Like I, you know, I gotta go see. A, do what they know when it says consult your doctor. Definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> At oh, our fuck. age now, you definitely want to consult a doctor before taking any kind of like prescription. <laughs> yeah, definitely do. And anyways, that leads us to uh, speaking about back bronze back Gale. <laughs> uh by bayside brewing uh it's a strong beer folks this one's different this one oh you know wait hold up hold up hold up hold up i forgot i forgot uh untapped yeah. scores for the last beer 3.41 on untapped and it has a 3.51 on beer advocate which is an 83 good because there's enough reviews to give that one an average score so uh the uh, honey cream ale was a bit of a hit uh but now we're on a the bit. dark ale this is the um the bronze back ale the description on it says Erio is a little bit of heaven for sports fishermen. The lake and bay waters always welcome them and give them a rich fishing experience. We've crafted this beer with these folks in mind, a beer that's rewarding and totally worth the wait. This dark ale is made with heavily roasted malts that give off rich coffee and nut tones. I'm, I'm 
kind of thinking I might like this beer quite a bit. I'm I'm like John. The sound when, when I first saw this beer, I'm like, he definitely picked this out for himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I there was only three of these beers available, so I, I, oh, okay. I there was no bias. But um, yeah, I don't know. It looks cool. I like the fisherman on it. It looks neat. But I I, yeah, I really like the logo. Yeah. I hate the fucking color. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind it's of like more plain. of like, like a, a dark chocolate. gray. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it like more brown? of like a yeah, I guess that is kind of is a brown. Yeah, it's kind of like a very mild gray brown color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible we've done, color. I, th- I think we've done like darker ales before, but darker ales tend to be like more like um, kind of give you the, the coffee aroma, toffee taste. They tend to kind of almost be similar, like what we did with the the Cascadian Black IPA, which is not unlike kind of stout flavoring. Like it has the same kind of flavor notes as as those type of beers. I mean, I, I enjoy ales. I mean. Ales are classic Canadian beers. They're kind of like the bread and butter of like the, you know, the, the old stock Canadian style beers of, you know, our ancestors drank when they were, you know, in the 1800s or whatever, like these, be, you know, there's, there's a classic quality of them, but I feel like ales aren't as in vogue now because, you know, there's IPAs and a lot of, you know, other, other cultures and groups have brought their like beers to the forefront. Like we've seen like German Pilsners and stuff kind of emerge and, and sours, especially now. So, um, but that being said, I always have a soft spot for good ale and I'm excited uh, to try this out. Um, but yeah, the can itself is kind of just like, yeah. I like the description, but the the color on it just, it's not good color. Yeah, it, it looks not weird. good color choice. I like the yeah. Fisherman though. I think this looks really great. Oh, yeah. This almost reminds me of the Castor from we got when we did the Quebec Stouts episode. This has a similar kind yeah, of that's a good that's a good it. um that's a good comparison. It's very similar. Although I think I think the Castor, well, the Castor had like um different other shades on it like the beaver on it and stuff but i kind of mm. wish like uh it does kind of look the logo has like the fish it does look like this is like the fishing beer or whatever like it has like that look to it so that's kind of cool i'm really i'm not gonna lie i'm really curious about like going to fucking erio now just to go fishing because yeah. if it's like for like real sportsman fishing yeah i'm definitely there this podcast is slowly becoming like a travel log type pod i'm like oh i'm learning about different spots of the country it's like this town that was in so-and-so and it's like i look it up when i'm doing the research and it's like it had this industry and history i'm like i'm learning a, you know learning a little bit of canada while doing this podcast so it's kind of like, Karen, canada our heritage yeah, yeah, yeah cue the heritage minute yeah pop up yeah. <laughs> i used to love those because some of them oh, are yeah. so bad i smell burnt toast <laughs> I remember once someone put a, a like a meme of it. It was the girl getting pig roasted at the Calgary Stampede, and it said, "Are part of our heritage." <laughs> like she I made mean, the news. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I I, I forgot. I was <laughs> there. That I was, was like, the first <laughs> year I ever went to the Stampede, and that happened. And I got I don't know how many phone calls being like, "Is this you?" <laughs> <laughs> You're getting like, "Hi, this is so and so from the CBC. We're trying to contact Tom. Can you give us a?" I remember my play? dispatcher like, like we had like a giant TV in the dispatch office that we could like, and we could play videos on there and stuff like that as well. And he put the video on and like tried to zoom in on one of the two of the dudes. He's like, "That's you." He's like, "Don't fucking lie to me. That's you." <laughs> I'm like man, like I'm oh, serious. God. Like I wish it was at this point. <laughs> Anyways, but can anyhow. wise, let's give a score. Um, yeah, I'm not feeling this can. I think it looks okay. Like it looks like the other ones, but I'm gonna go, go six. I'm going six point five only because of the fisherman. There you go. Shout out to your beautiful fisherman. Shout out to the Jacques River. So man, excellent fishing spots. I just got a, a severe thunderstorm warning on my phone. Oh, nice! That's random. Better, I usually get tornado warnings. Bunker down. Yeah, bunker is, down. Severe thunderstorm warning. Take cover immediately. Okay, that's random. Because oh, well, I know we get, we get we get tornado warnings, which are like you know you yeah. got to take seriously because like a tornado can literally fuck you up. But a thunderstorm warning—that's random. I guess like if you're outside, yeah. it's dangerous. So. Or if you're like outside, like boating and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're the the demographic who likes this beer, you're like on the lake fishing. You're like, uh oh, <laughs> you gotta yeah. you gotta get in. See? It's not good fishing. This weather. is what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, cracking wise, um, I'll, 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 I'll I'll crack it. I'll crack this one. Yes. Why not? Do it. All this right. is your beer, pretty much. Everyone, get ready. Get it's you know ASMR audience. Yeah, it's it's a net beer. I'm nutty for this beer. All right, everyone. In three, two, one, crack them. Oh, oh, no foam.
smells like it has like a very toffee caramel smell to it. Yes. Let's see how it pours. I imagine it's going to pour quite dark. Oh, yeah. It's pouring like brown. Oh, kind of like a little bit of cascade effect going. Oh, it's just very foamy. Look at how much fucking <laughs> oh, foam is on this thing. Wow. <laughs> Jesus thing Christ. It's up. literally 50%. Yeah. Well, mine is like 90% foam. Oh, actually, it's going down quite a bit. Okay. That's good. Uh, very opaque. Like I'm holding up to the light and it's definitely brown and I'm kind of seeing the like. You could almost um, mistake this for a porter. Yeah, honestly, Almost. like this is definitely in that type of, of category. Um, a little bit lighter, like it's it's not totally black black, but it's it's very dark. The, even the head on it's like a little bit light brown. Um, smell wise, getting the toffee kind of smell to it. Um, the, it, it had a huge foamy head, but it's starting to really go down. So um, this thing is a little bit carbonated, but it's a little bit flatter than the, la the last few beers. So this thing's settling pretty good, which is nice. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to sip this in a sec but i'm gonna wait for this head to really uh go down but good color on it um see how it tastes like thoughts <laughs> i don't know what i got in that but it's like yeah. sour it's like soy sauce it's like vinegar this I what is this? I'm fucking sorry, Bayside. You did. We started pretty good. Yeah, I'm. This is a what, weird beer. The, I do not like this. This, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the Kronk. It tastes like the Kronk. Am I wrong? No, the Kronk had spice to it. It has like a little bit of like a sarsaparilla kind of flavor. It, it tastes like the Kronk to me, like a little bit of like the vanilla. maybe Kronk 1.0 or 2.1 one of them. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of Kronk a little bit. It's it's almost like more of like a sour than like a ale. I don't know. It's got like a very... Oh, yeah. It tastes so sour. It's like Why? a vinegary, astringent kind of flavor to it. It's very odd. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't want to drink this, John. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be like a like a stout. And then I'm like, oh, it's like kind of like... It's kind of like a sour. I was this amber is ale. This... I don't know. Maybe we got a bad can, but this does not take like I was expecting like coffee. Yeah. This is a uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like burnt caramel, sweet toffee. This has none of that in here. It says fruity though, so maybe that's where like the kind of fruity. That's aroma. There's a flavor. Oh, this no. This is, wrong no, I am. I am not letting this slide. Fuck <laughs> yeah. that. It is sweet, kind of. It's like a sweet sour. This is sour. Of. What is this? It's like sweet and sour super fuck sakes. I don't know. It's not that bad to me. Like I actually think it reminds me of a lot of the Kronk. If you ever had the Kronk after the Sarah podcast, Ugh. this tastes like the Kronk. Um, this like tastes god Kronk. awful. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm I'm not as negative on it. I actually kind of like the fact that this one, to me, tastes remarkably different than the last two beers. Like this tastes like a very different beer. Yes, it like. does. In that sense, it does taste different, but not in a good way. Yeah, I. It's just like I did not expect this to taste so like sour and again vinegary. It has like a vinegar kind of like quality. Well, to um, it. uh, this is going down the drain. I'm yeah, sorry. You're not a fan. No. No. I'm sorry. Not so much like a, a little bit of like, you know what? I think we're going to be very post on this beer because I'm actually like, I'm enjoying this drinking this beer. Jesus quite. Christ, John. This just might be like my more of my favorite, my favorite type of beer. But do um, you know what I'm yeah. really happy is that I saved some of the lager. Mm -hmm. I still have a little bit of that too. So actually, no, no, sorry. I have a little bit of the cream ale. Damn it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm digging it, but it's if you're kind of expecting something to be more of a flavor profile of a stout and kind of the same type of a, a mouthfeel of a stout, it's definitely not. This is definitely feels thinner, lighter. What more happened? A little bit of toffee, a little bit of coffee. My, personally, like, I'm, I want to know if some this of those is, flavors. I'm wondering if this is just a bad can. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Like there's there's got to be something up. I will say, like I like the fact that this. To me, tastes like the other. The two other last beers had a very similar flavor. This one, to me, feels a little like much different, and I kind of like it a little bit more because of that. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. 
We all are a little weird. Yeah. People are strange. People are strange <laughs> when you're alone. Anyhow. This is a 18 IBU, 6%. So this one's a little bit more better than the last one. And it has a 3.44 on untapped and a 3.61 on Beer Advocate. Uh, what are you giving for score? Scoring, I'm going to go... I'm going to go seven and a half. I like this one the best. This is my favorite one. Hot take. I actually like this one the best. Are you? Anyhow, I'm giving this a 4.5. This is <laughs> sub five. Beer is like not my beer. <laughs> it's terrible. I, I don't know. I have something about it. I just like it more. Like I'm comparing it to the, the cream ale and like I still have a little bit of cream ale. Let me take a sip. Jesus Christ. This is the worst yeah i like this a lot more than the cream ale i like this more are you anyhow that's, that's i don't know what it is opinion. it's just my type that's of beer opinion. i just like it that's fine i can accept your opinion i like my vinegary toffee beers i don't know what it I, is but bro and the next time i come over to your place john i'm gonna bring over some apple cider vinegar i'm just gonna put a shot that, for it each of tastes us. like kind of like that yeah like if you kind of like that flavor then you might like this beer but i don't know it for, i've had like the the nut brown ale that i was referring to before and like i don't think that would taste like this at all but no this is not what i expected this is i don't i'm that's what i'm really thinking like this is a bad can yeah maybe it is who knows i want to go to the brewery now just to be like hey listen what do, i want to taste it from there <laughs> Like this tastes sour. What if I, it, well, it does taste sour? That's why I don't know. I, to me, it's it's very sour. Oh, so. it's dark sour then. Yeah, I know it's so weird. Like, what about for a recommendation though? Like, uh, do I don't know who the, the fuck to recommend this except you, yeah. Sean. <laughs> you can only recommend to one person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind of fine. Shoot your score. I'm. I'll come in after. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six. I'm gonna go lower, but like I think this is okay. But like I, yeah, I, I agree. Like I think like a lot of people would find this beer a little off-putting to me, personally. I'm literally going half of you. I'm going three. Going, th- going for three. Damn. I'm gonna assume. I don't know who uh, the fuck that I would recommend this to. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't want this ever again. You don't want this ever again. Wow. I'm going to assume you uh, aren't going to give this one a modifier. Surprise, surprise. No mods. You know what? I'm trying to give more modifiers. Let me give this one a modifier. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I knew this from the get-go. You're like, you're going to give this fucking beer a modifier. I don't know. I, I'm trying to give more mods. I'm trying to be more generous. And like, I actually like this beer the most flavor-wise out of all of them. So like I'm gonna I wish I gave the lager the mod then, but we're past that. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm getting some I don't know if it's hail or something, but we're getting some noise outside. Heavy rain, if you will. Heavy rain, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, well, Bayside, I feel like our, you know, this definitely got we weren't the biggest fan of Bayside beers, but they, they've got other definitely definitely other beers uh, available so like i know they've got like a cherry lager i believe they've got like other oh, wow. kind of one-offs and seasonals these are kind of their flag one of some of their flagship beers um, these are readily available yeah certainly um but uh, otherwise I, I don't think we were like super as high on them although two of the beers got scores averaging over seven so i think that says something if you like if you you're know over what, like, 7.2 i'm yeah exactly a Exactly. Yeah. Like if you get over a 7.2, we're like, you know what? That's like, that's like fine to us. So um, overall, like, you know, we were a little bit lower on them, but um, certainly like these are still very drinkable. And if I was like in town visiting area, which seems like a very beautiful little. Not going to lie. Their brewery sounds amazing. Yeah. Like it's in an old like vintage, like hotel building. Like I would definitely go there and like crush and beers. Like I've I've known, you know, all beers have their time and place. So um, except maybe not co-op IPA, uh, definitely not that one. But uh, uh, no, a lot of them. Do. But we have the scores time. are in. They're locked in. Uh, starting the analytics. The long, the long pond logger. I gave it a six point seven. Tom gave it a seven point two, which means we meet in the middle. Seven point mm-hmm. Remarkably average. Pretty, pretty good beer. 
Good beer. And uh, Honey Cream Ale, I gave it a 7.2, and so did you, which means we gave that one a 7.2. Oh, wow. The Bronze Back Ale, I gave it a 6.7. Tom gave it a 4.6, which gives the Bronze Back a 5.65, which means the... I swear to God, if it wasn't for the can for that, that would have been fucking down in the toilet. So, yeah, so Honey Cream Ale wins 7.2. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that's like, that's fine. That was my highest beer I can too. Live with I, that. that was probably my favorite can. Wasn't bad favorite overall that beer. Great can. I honestly did like the bronze back taste wise a little bit more than the other two, but I think the like, overall presentation recommendation got to say most people would probably prefer the honey cream ale um, out of these beers, and that was a pretty pretty solid beer. If you like your cream ales, I would say definitely check that beer out. And honestly, like, all these beers are drinkable at the very least, so you know check them out if you can. And check out their website at BaysideBrewing.com. And uh, yeah, overall, this was an interesting experience. We've got some more craft beers coming up. I know we got some stuff coming out of Edmonton uh, with Ben Stick. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to be having um, some out of Ottawa, too, coming up. And uh, we'll probably be doing some uh, loggers at some point. We have some cheap craft loggers we want to spotlight. That's going to be coming up as well, too. Um, and probably some other stuff on the wire. I think uh, I just picked up a few craft beers from a brewery in Ontario as well, too. So trying to get some more of the, and I'm going to actually probably put in some orders to get some beers uh, from kind of like Northern Ontario and kind of far away that aren't as accessible. Cause I want to try to kind of spotlight some, I feel like a lot of my craft beer selections have been like very regional. It's like Muskoka or like that kind of area. I want to like, try to like hit up ones that are like in weird spots that aren't as like widely known perhaps at least like for some people uh so gonna try to get some more of those and uh yeah overall these were pretty fine what do you think tom these weren't horrible i think it's just that i'm, I'm just no like the lager and the honey and the honey cream ale were pretty good for what yeah. they were and whatnot yeah, i was also going to say where today on of where i live in edmonton is the happy beer street is having a big festival on right Ooh. now where they're having yeah so if you know that from our Edmonton collaboration episode, the Happy Beer Street is like seven different breweries. So if that's what you'll see each brewery kind of coming forth, we're going to go down the street for each brewery. Okay. We've done a couple of them already, but we're going to do a little, a few more. Nice. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. They have right now for the Saturday, they have like a bunch of limited edition, like for today only kind of deal. Oh, wow. That it is. And uh, as with this domestic mind, so I don't drink and drive. I always, I always drink responsibly. I always kind of enjoy this podcast with a nice friend. If you can't finish all your beers, like we did kind of somewhat oh, yeah. today, you can always find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at domestic pints only and domestic pints only at gmail.com. If you have any reviews, DM, DM us. And if you want any kind of recommendations that you want to see or you want to be like, hey, I know about this beer, send it. Tell us. Just fucking tell us. Yeah, just tell us. How talk to us, man. I hate people that tell me afterwards, like, oh, you should have done this. Dude, why didn't you just reach out for fun? Yeah, days? yeah, I know. It's like, man, you can just talk to us. We're not like in an ivory tower somewhere. We're just people. Oh, you can just reach hey, out to us. Hey, you should do this. <laughs> Simple as that. Instead of you should have done, you said you should. Yeah, exactly. I think you said it well. Uh, take care, folks. We'll see you again next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. At our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines, and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpinesonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out.